Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Bouveret. Let me ask you a question. Are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, before we get into the continuation of this I Grow series, if you have any ideas for any future podcast or maybe something you'd like to hear addressed on M2G, stay on this podcast because at the very end, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can submit those ideas in a very efficient and easy manner. So stay on because I'm going to share that with you as well as some other growth and empowerment opportunities that I know that you are absolutely going to want to take advantage of. Now, on this uh, podcast, on M2G, over the course about the last, I would say, five, maybe six podcasts, we've been dealing with I Grow, the keys to growing into the best you. And I don't know about you, but this series has really been helping me out as well. You know, we ought to want to grow in every area of our life. We've been talking about different laws. We've been talking about different principles. And so if this is your first week listening to this particular series or maybe listening to this podcast in general, I want to challenge you to go back and listen to the previous weeks because we've really been looking at some keys and some laws in order to grow in every area of our life. Eric Butterworth says this. I've been starting this podcast series out with this quote every week. This is what he says. Don't grow through life, but I'm sorry, but don't go through life, but rather grow through life. I'm going to say it again. Don't go through life, but grow through life. And isn't that the key? Isn't that what all of us want to experience? All of us want to go through life and experience growth. We want to go through life and experience the keys that it takes in order to become the best us. Nobody wants to just stay the way that they've always been. Nobody wants to just stay in the same old cycles and the same old ruts that they've been in maybe for a year, two years, 10 years, maybe all their life. And so we have to not just go through life, but we have to learn how to grow through life. Now, when we talk about growth, what do we mean? Well, the definition of growth is this. It is a stage in the process of growing. It is progressive development. And it is literally increase and expansion. So when we talk about growing, we're talking about the process of progressive development in our life, whether it be emotionally, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally or spiritually, financially, whatever areas you recognize you need to grow in, there ought to be a progressive development that's been taking place. And now we've been looking at some different laws that help us grow. And tonight I want to talk about the law of environment. What is the law of environment? Well, the law of environment states that growth thrives in conducive surroundings. I'm going to say it again. Growth thrives in conducive surroundings. Mark Kane said this, the first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be a captive 
of the environment you first find yourself in. Isn't that such a powerful statement? Listen, the first step towards that successful life, the first step towards that successful business, towards that the, the successful financial uh, place that you want to be in is literally refusing to be captive in the environment that you find yourself first to be in. Listen, I personally believe, everyone that is listening, I need you to hear what I'm about to say right here. I personally believe that at some point during every person's lifetime, there comes a need to change environments in order to grow. Now, I'm going to expound on that in a little bit, but I want you to keep that statement in mind. I believe that every one of us, in order to properly grow, have to have a change of environment at points and times in our life. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about picking up and moving to Florida. I'm talking about your surroundings. I'm talking about the circles that you run in. I don't know about you, but I personally found myself outgrowing the circles that I used to run with. I found myself having different dreams, different visions, wanting to go different paths and realizing that I could not stay in those environments because I could not grow beyond the environment that I limited myself in. You know, you take, for example, a fish or a shark in particular, you can take a shark in just a baby stage and that shark will only grow to the length or to the capacity of the environment that it is put in. If you put it in a fish tank, it's only going to grow to that length or to that to that capacity. And so you have to change the environment in order for it to grow to its fullest capacity. And just like that shark or just like those fish, we have to at times change our environment. You know, uh, when I was early on in my career uh, uh, as a pastor, I realized very quickly um, that some of the environments that I were that I was in, some of the some of the circles of even other pastors and other clergy that I was around simply were not conducive to me reaching my fullest potential. I realized that they were limited in their thinking. They were limited in their vision. They were limited in where they wanted to go. They were satisfied and happy with the same old, same old mundane, mundane cycle in their life. And I realized that I just couldn't continue in those environments. I couldn't continue in the environment because the environment, watch this, was not conducive to where I wanted to go. And so I had to change some things even early on in my careers in ministry because I realized that not everybody was willing to go where I wanted to go. See, what's the problem with with changing the environment? Listen, here's the thing. Hear what I'm about to say. If you're always at the head of the class, then you're in the wrong class. If you find that you're the smartest person in the room, then you need to change rooms. Because there's always a place to learn. The best place to learn, really, my friends, hear what I'm about to say. The best place to learn is always the place where others are ahead of you, where you can grow and develop. Now, change depends upon your choices. What do you mean by that? Well, you've probably seen this phrase written down, growth equals change. Now, let me make this statement and hear this so closely. It is possible to change without growing, but it it is impossible to grow without changing. I'm going to say it again. It's possible to change without growing, but it is impossible 
to grow without changing. One of the key things to making the right changes, my friends, that will allow us to grow is knowing the difference between a problem or challenge, which I can change, and a fact of life, which I cannot. Let me explain that. There are certain things that come up in my life. There are challenges. There are problems that I absolutely have within my power to change. Job situations, financial situations, um, you know, circles of friends. There are so many things that I that I can change. Weight issues. All of these things. I have the power to change. But then there are certain things that just happen in life that I simply cannot change. And when, when, and if you're going to grow and if I'm going to grow, we have to learn how to decipher the difference between the two. You have to know what you have the ability to change. And then you have to know what you do not have the ability to change because there are some things in our life that plain and simple, we're never going to be able to change. One of those is aging. Listen, you can get Botox, you can, you can get plastic surgery you can do all of this stuff. But the reality of it is this, the chronological time clock is still ticking. You can't go back in time and undo age. So there are things in our life that we can change, and there are things in our life that we cannot change. Listen, we have to deal with many facts in life. You cannot change when and where you were born. You cannot change who your parents are. You cannot change your height. You cannot change your DNA but you can change your attitude towards those things. See, we must do our best to live within the things that we cannot change. But a problem is different. A problem is something that we can do something about. Are you hearing me? It is something that we can change. It is something that we can change. It's something that we can grow through. Well, how do we how do we do that, Jerome? Well, ironically, it begins with a similar first step, a change in attitude. If we're going to grow and we're going to get through the facts of life, if you will, we have to change our attitude. Why is attitude so important? Because when you and I change our attitude regarding a problem, regarding something that comes up, What we do is we open ourselves up for growth. Nito Quibin, who's who's a businessman, he's an author and a speaker, said this. Whether you are a, a success or failure in life has little to do with your circumstances. It has much more to do with your choices. Did you hear what he said? Whether we're a success or we're a failure, it has really not a whole lot to do with our circumstances, but it has everything to do with our choices. And when it comes to environment, when we're talking about the law of environment, when we're talking about growth thrives in conducive surroundings, I believe this one principle to be true, my friends. I believe we need to make the following choices to put ourselves in a better place for growth. I'm going to give us several choices that we absolutely need to make 
if the law of environment, if we're going to grow beyond the tank that we find ourselves in day after day, if we're going to grow beyond the tank of life that maybe we were allotted where we were born or the parents we were born, if we're going to grow, outgrow that tank to the bigger ocean and the bigger sea of possibility, then here are some principles that we need to do. Here we go. Number one, assess your current environment. I'm going to say it again. Assess your current environment. Uh, Ernest Campbell, he's, he's a professor. He's also a preacher. He tells a story. And I want, I want to tell you about this story. He tells a story about a lonely woman who purchased a parrot from a pet store. After only one day of having it, she returned to the store and told the storekeeper how disappointed she was with it. The parrot hasn't said a word yet. She she laminated and, and, and she lamented and she exclaimed. Does it have a mirror? Asked the storekeeper. Parrots like to be able to look at themselves in the mirror. So the lady bought a mirror and returned home. The next day, this woman came back again, reporting that the bird still wasn't speaking. Well, what about a ladder? The storekeeper said. Parrots enjoy walking up and down the ladder. So the parrot, so the parrot owner bought a ladder and returned home. On the third day, she was back again with the same complaint. Does the parrot have a swing? This was the shopkeeper's solution. Birds enjoy relaxing on a swing. She bought the swing and then she went home and she had done the previous three days before. The next day, she returned to the store and announced that the bird had died. I'm terribly sorry to hear that, said the storekeeper. Did the bird ever say anything before it died? Yes, said the lady. It said, don't they sell any food down there? See, <laughs> you had to catch it. Change just for the sake of change is not going to help you. It's not going to help me. If you and I are going to make changes, we must make sure that they are the right ones. How do we do that? We do that by starting to assess where we are now and why we want to change. We have to assess our current environment. See, one of the ways, one of the ways, my friends, to judge whether you're growing and in a conducive growth environment is to discern whether you're looking forward to what you're doing or looking back at what you have done. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? One of the best ways to assess your current environment is to, is, is to ask yourself and discern whether you're looking forward or you're looking back. If the future looks dull, routine, or confining, you may need to start looking at making some changes in life. So if you're going to allow the law of environment to change you, if we're going to outgrow the tank of the facts of life, we have to, number one, assess our current environment. Number two, change yourself and your environment. What do, you, what do you mean, Jerome, change yourself and change your environment? Listen, if you and I know what we need to do and what we need to make a major change in, in concerning our environment, then there's something we must keep in mind. We must also determine to change ourselves at the same time as we're changing our environment. Why? Why is this so important? Because if you try to change yourself but not your environment, growth will be slow and difficult. If you try to change your environment, but not yourself, growth will be slow and less difficult. If you change your environment and yourself, my friends, growth will be faster and more successful. 
See, by putting both together at the same time, what we're doing is we're increasing and accelerating our chances for success. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how to get poker? How do, you, do you know how to get a poker hot? You know, I'm talking about a poker, something you put into a fire. Here's how you get a poker hot. You put it next to the fire. And if we're like the metal on that poker, if our environment is cold, you know I'm talking about the poker that you use for, for a fireplace to stir the coals, to stir the fire up. If our environment is cold, we're cold. If it's hot, we're hot. Listen, if you want to grow, my friends, then you have to spend time with great people, visit great places, attend great events, read great books, and listen to great teachers and mentors and speakers. So now we have to ask ourselves, concerning our environment, what kind of growth environment do I need to be in? What are the elements? You know, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan, and we have a lot of farmland where I'm from. And I've learned one thing about farmland, that you have to catch the right seasons. You have to have the right environment. You have to have the right soil. So what are the elements? What is it going to take? For me to have the right kind of environment, what is it going? What are some of the elements for me to have the right kind of growth environment? Number one, you got to have the right soil to grow in. What is the right soil to grow in? In other words, what nourishes you? What feeds you? What helps you grow? All of us have those things that encourage us and help us develop and get us happy and get us excited. Some, for some people, it's reading on history. I happen to be one of those people. For, for some people, it's, it's studying uh, business patterns. For some people, it's studying behavioral. Whatever the case may be, whatever it is in life, what nourishes you? You got to have the right soil to grow. And next, you have to have the right air to breathe in. What keeps you alive? What, what is your purpose? Do you have a sense of purpose? Listen, if you're going to have a growth environment, if you're going to have the law of environment active in your life, you got to have the right air to breathe in. You can't be breathing in carbon monoxide. You got, you got to be breathing in oxygen. What is your purpose in life? What, it, what were you put on this earth for? You may, you may be saying, Jerome, I don't feel like I have a purpose. I don't feel like I have something inside of my life to do. I just feel like I'm wandering aimlessly. Can I help you? Every one of you were born and every one of us were born with a DNA, a divine non-negotiable assignment. You were put on this earth with something to do. What is your purpose? What That is the heir to your life. Next, you got to have the right climate. You got to have the right climate. In other words, what sustains you? What people are you around? Are you around people that are going to encourage you and push you and, and, and say, come on, you can do this. Let's do this together. Or are you around the naysayers? What is your environment? What are the people that you're surrounding yourself with? Let me ask you a question again. What are the people tanks that you're around? I'm going to say to you, what are the people tanks that you're around? What kind of people are, are they limiting your growth or are they helping your growth? Are they expanding your thought process or are they limiting your thought process? See, a lot of people that, people that don't want to grow, people that don't want, people that are just miserable in life want everybody else to be miserable because misery loves company. So what is the climate that you live in? Those are the elements. You got to have the right soil. 
which is growth. You got to have the right air to breathe, which is purpose. And you got to have the right climate to live in, which is the people that you're hanging around or the people that are in your life. See, they say this. They say that if you put a pumpkin in a jug, when it's the size of a walnut, it will grow to the size and shape of the jug and never get any bigger. And that can happen to our thinking. That is what happens to many people. They allow themselves to be put in the jug of life and they can only grow to the capacity of those that they're around. They can only grow to the capacity of maybe the jug that they put themselves in. So we literally have to understand, we have to change ourselves and change our environment if we're going to let the law of environment work it out. Next, you have to change who you spend your time with. I learned a long time ago that there are just some people in life that when high school was done, I outgrew them. Not that I'm better than them. That's not what I'm talking about. But I outgrew them. They had different plans. They wanted to go different directions. They wanted to maintain, you know, the, the high school attitude. And that even, even years later in my life, there are people that, that even two years ago, four years ago, five years ago, that I had relationship with, that, that I walked with, that we talked and we were friends, that I really don't communicate with them anymore. Why? Not because I think I'm better than them, but, but they're just not going in the direction that I wanted to go. They're not going, they're, they're, they're okay with staying in the small five gallon tank of the facts of life or of life's journey. And I want to get to the ocean. So, so you have to change who you spend your time with. See, I learned years ago, hear what I'm about. I learned years ago, the importance of right environment and who I spend my time with. If you're going to, if you're going to grow and you want some, you got to change who you spend your time with. Is this easy? No. Now, according to research, Social psychologist, Dr. David McClellan of Harvard, of Harvard, the people, this is what he said, the people with whom you habitually associate with are called your reference group. The people who you habitually consistently hang around with, associate, associate with, they're called your reference group. These are the people that determine as much as 95% of your success or your failure in life. King Solomon of Israel wrote this in the Old Testament. Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Charles Tremendous Jones, who is well known for saying this, you are the same today that you're going to be in five years from now except for two things. The people with whom you associate and the books that you read. See, we literally hear what hear what I'm about. We become the combined average of the five people we hang around the most. If you look at the five people that you hang around with the most or that you talk to the most, you're probably gonna find that y'all act alike, y'all talk alike for the most part. We become the combined average of the five people that we hang around the most. Jim Rohn said this. He said. We can tell the quality of our health, attitude, and income by looking at the people that we surround ourselves with. He believed that we start to eat what they eat. We talk like they talk. We read what they read, think like they think, watch what they watch, and dress like they dress. We need to learn to live by the, we need to understand the 33% rule. 
And I'm, I'm about to teach you something right here. What's the 30, 33% rule, Jerome? Well, the 33% rule is this. It literally means you can divide people in school on your team at work or anywhere else into three different groups, into the bottom, the middle, and the top thirds. And they always have the same characteristics. The bottom third suck the life out of you because nothing is ever good enough for them. They take energy and motivation out of an environment. The middle third are happy and positive when things are going well, but down in the times of adversity. Circumstances dictate their attitude, but the top third maintains a positive attitude even in tough times. They are leaders, they are influencers, and they are game changers. Listen, let me help you. It is not always comfortable, my friends, but it is always profitable to associate with people, to surround yourself with people larger than yourself. There's an Italian proverb that says this, keep company with good men and you will increase their number. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this. He said, whose question for each other whenever they meet, I'm sorry, Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau telling a story here. Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau, whose question for each other whenever they met was this. They would ask each other this question. What have you learned since we last met? What have you learned since we last met? So your environment, you're going to have to change who you're hanging around. You're going to have to change who you spend time with. Listen, you cannot take the growth journey alone. I understand this. Not if you want to reach your potential. You've got to have people around you that are going to encourage you, that are going to lift you up, that are going to cause you to want to thrive and to go forward. The most significant factor, my friends, in a, any person's environment is the people that they allow into that environment. Next, you have to challenge yourself in that new environment. You have to challenge yourself to go beyond where you've ever where you've ever gone. You have to challenge yourself to go beyond where you've ever where you've ever lived. One of the most positive things about being in a growth environment is that it gives you room to fly, but you must be intentional about finding and creating those growth opportunities. We have to develop the habit and discipline of doing what? Challenging ourselves in that new environment. We have to challenge ourselves to be willing to go beyond where we've always been. A better growth environment, hear what I'm about to say, my friend, a better growth environment will not help us much if we don't do everything in our power to make the most of it. It's like it's like an entrepreneur being given money for new opportunities and never using it. You must seize the growth opportunities you have and make the most of them by challenging ourselves. Mother Teresa said this, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We only have today. So let us begin. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, whatever course you decide upon, there is always someone to tell you that you're doing it wrong. So you cannot allow the critics, you cannot allow those that don't think you can do it. You cannot allow those that, that maybe aren't excited about your growth or excited about where you want to go. You can't allow them to hinder you and stop you. You have to literally take charge of your life 
There is no longer a need to ask permission of other people or society at large. When you ask permission, you give someone veto power over your life. So we have to learn to move forward and to grow and to change that environment. Why? Because you and I, my friends, are ultimately accountable for the choices that we make in life. We have to learn the law of environment. What environment do you need to change? What relationships do you need to change? What things can you change right now in your environment to move you from living in the five-gallon tank to the ocean of possibilities? In 2 Peter chapter 1, 5 through 9, the apostle Peter courage encourages us with these words. He says, so don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love, each dimension fitting into and developing the others. What do you say? Don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given. Let's learn to grow. And it may require an environment change. Rick Warren said this, transformation is a process. And as life happens, there are tons of ups and tons of downs. It's a journey of discovery. My friends, you and I can grow, but it may just take a change of our environment. Listen, if you haven't done it already, I'm going to ask you to please subscribe and follow this podcast. Every week we are bringing life-changing content that will help you live your best life. So whatever platform you're listening on right now, I need you to hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, follow this podcast. Not only that, but will you help us empower others by sharing about this podcast? Because together we can help others discover the greatness within. So help us grow, help us expand and share and tell others about this podcast. Next, will you consider, please consider partnering with M2G financially. Listen, your donation, it will help us to continue not only bring this podcast to you weekly, but it will also expand our opportunities to help develop our listeners through other empowerment and growth platforms. Listen, there is no insignificant monetary gift. Listen, I, I, if we could get 30 of our listeners to sell $5 a month, $5 a month, not even a Starbucks coffee, $5 a month, it would help us expand. We want to get the virtual, the live video version of this podcast going as well. It's going to require some upgrades and some software and things like that. So, so if you can sow, listen, all of your giving amounts are tax deductible. And they're appreciated. You can give securely right through our website. So whether it be a one-time gift or a monthly donation commitment, we say thank you. Now, here's our announcer to share our website information and how you can partner with and stay connected to all things motivated to greatness. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text 
M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within. Thank you.